to God. And that YouTube Live is special, but who cares about Roku? Who cares about broadcasting? Who cares about any of this? What matters is your soul's filled with your Father's love. I've learned the hard way that even if you have eagle vision, like the great white eagle Jesus Christ himself, but don't have love, you're just a pure murderer. Seriously. Eagle vision without God's sacrificial love is pure murder. And I've seen it in the prophetic movement my whole life. You have to have the Father's love to apply the Father's vision. Otherwise, all of the vision is, is like seeing and not being able to help people. If you can see everything in the universe, if you can see the whole matrix, if you can see all Sodom and all Egypt, of all the realms of spirits and demons and devils and angels, good ones and bad ones, but have not love, you are nothing. I tell you the truth, if we prophesy, if we do signs, miracles, healings, and wonders every single meeting, but have not God's agape love through our minds, we are the murderers of Christ still. The most important thing is God's agape love. I tell you the truth, I've been in the glory stream since 2008. I have been so deep in the river of life. I've seen continuous signs, miracles, and wonders. I've seen the most accurate prophecies that have ever been predicted of earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, uh, who would win the World Series before the baseball season even starts. But if you have not love, you are nothing. You're still full of murder. You'll still turn my father's house into a marketplace. You'll still sell prophecies. You'll still have covetousness in your heart. You still have adultery in your mind. You still have greed and envy and strife. I tell you the truth, none of the gifts of the Holy Spirit matter if you have not yet learned to love. And I'm telling you, that is the only way the conscience of our minds stays clean is by loving others, loving our neighbors. I'm telling you, there's a test going on. And it's always been a test. This has always been a training ground. It's so easy to love those that are in our same tribe. It's so easy for us to love the birds of a feather that flock together. The lions and the tigers and the bears, they hang out together in the earth. And the flamingos and the bald eagles, you know, and the brown eagles and every single animal of all creation, you know, the dolphins, the tuna, and every single animal in creation, they flock together. Wolf packs, you know. But the most amazing thing to God our Father is if you can love other tribes, people that are different than you. Have you learned to love? That is the only thing that matters in this world. I'm telling you, even if you had all the revelation of the great white eagle, Jesus Christ, the pastor of the temple of the third heaven, the Lord God Almighty, even if you had all of his wisdom and revelation and counsel and knowledge and understanding, but have not love, 
you would still be a fallen creature in Sodom and Egypt. It is the love of God that matters. It is the love of God that transfigures our minds. It's the love of God that metanoias us. Metanoia is the Greek word repentance or change. Every single time you're commanded to repent in the New Testament, doesn't mean confess your sins to one another. No, it means change your mind. Well, how can we change our mind? I mean, what animal can change into a different type of animal? It's impossible. Jesus, are you telling us to do something impossible? I was born into a family of eagles. Should I become a lion? Should I become a tiger? Should I become a bear? Should I become a flamingo? Should I become a seagull? I mean, seriously. Metamorphosis is God asking of us the impossible. That's why so many people are hopeless and frustrated in Christianity. God requires of us what is impossible for us to do in our human animal nature. Metanoia. Change. Metamorphosis. Transfigure. Transfigure? How am I going to transfigure? I only have my mom and dad's DNA, Jesus. What am I going to become except what they have given me in my DNA? And behold, we ask Jesus into our heart. And He comes in. As it's written in Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice, let me in, and I will fellowship inside you. And your bodies will become the temples of the Holy Spirit. And from your hearts will proceed rivers of God the Father's living waters. They're crystal clear. Not a drop of lust, not a drop of pride, not a drop of selfishness. The Father just loves you so much that He wants you to be free. It is for freedom that I set you free. Jesus Christ is the exact representation of the invisible God. The entire manifestation of the Messiah, the Savior of all nations, is in the Father just setting you free to have life and life more abundantly. Not to become a different animal so that you can become a better slave and be more productive in your work and make more money. Mm-mm. No, that's not why He sets you free. Yeah, He wants you to be blessed, but blessing and money are kind of different, but somewhat similar. All things will be added unto you as you change in your hearts and you change in your minds. But let no creation be inside your bodies, only the Creator, because He is a jealous, consuming fire. And He will devour all the enemies of the Bride of Christ worldwide now, in all our hearts and all our minds, because our Father is jealous for us. Not because He wants us to be more productive to make more money, He doesn't want us to be better slaves. He just wants us free. That's the Father's heart. That is the intensity of the Holy Spirit, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, who wars for you with seven blazing torches, the anointing of Jesus Christ. That's all He desires. It is for freedom that I've set you free so you can have life and life more abundantly. It has nothing to do with productivity. Yes, you will bear more fruit. And that is what the Father loves. 
that you bear fruit in your hearts, that you bear fruit in your minds, and fruit that lasts, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's so precious to God. This is why He sent His Son to die on the cross, so He'd bear fruit. All this productivity, all this slavery is so sad. Every day we deal with it everywhere, in every nation, tribe, and tongue. The curse of the law coming out of your minds, the curse of the law coming out of your hearts, the rebellion of Sodom, the wastefulness of Sodom, the destruction of human bodies by sexual morality, the destruction of human minds by all covetousness and greed and lust and perversion. It just turns the mind crooked so that they're always self-centered and self-focused and hurting others for personal gain. That is what Sodom is. When they knocked the citizens of Sodom, when they knocked on Lot's door and wanted to rape the angels that were visiting him, Lot handed over his daughters so that they could be raped. It is written in Scripture because these people only care about the pleasures of the flesh and the pleasures of their eyes. These are the citizens of spiritual Sodom and they will all be washed into the lake of fire if they don't repent, says the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. Now Egypt is a totally different place altogether. We're real Christians, so we know everything of the realm of Sodom is death and hell. Everything of the realm of rebellion, of sexual morality, of magic arts, of covetousness, of greed, of coveting your neighbor's wife, of coveting your neighbor's possessions, all that covetousness is just so sick and demented and so perverted, it will all be washed into the lake of fire by the river of life now. But the realm that is most deceptive is not Sodom. I look at self-righteous Christians every day pointing out Sodom and everyone. You know, that ain't it. Egypt is the most deceptive thing in the entire world. And you have a pyramid on your $1 bill, and it is deception upon deception upon deception. And I'm not talking conspiracy. I grew up with Freemasons. I grew up with Jesuits. My grandpa was a Jesuit. My, I mean, my whole life. I grew up amongst the sorcerers of Babylon the Great. I tell you the truth. That's what I was in my family before I gave my life to Jesus Christ. That's why I had three months of exorcisms at Minnesota Teen Challenge from October 99 to January of 2000. I came out of the bourgeoisie. I came out of the ruling class of sorcerers that just hurt others. And I'm telling you, that's how this Babylon the Great system of the United States of America and all the central banks and everything of politics, everything of religions, everything in the world is set up. It's been set up this way on purpose from men and women and their fathers, the fallen angels, for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. It is all real. There is a real constructed matrix here. It is no lie. The Bible calls it in Revelation, Satan deceiving all nations by the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. And I forfeited all of that inheritance of my bloodlines and of my mother and father. And they all thought I was crazy. They all just, you know, just didn't understand me for years and years and years. And now they understand. I've been doing this thing for 18 years. I'm telling you the truth. So that you and your entire houses can be saved in the river of life. It is all real. The Matrix, Zion, and it's all been a prophecy. 
since you came into Babylon the Great, the Father's been speaking to you in the loudest possible way he can through creation and a creation that is so fallen that it is beyond human imagination of how confusing the construction of the nations are right now. Religiously, economically, politically, educationally, the seven mountains of Babylon the Great are seven mountains of pure Egyptian pyramid slavery. And Satan has this thing on total lockdown that anyone trying to attempt to ascend the seven mountains in their human nature will be assimilated into the matrix and become a sorcerer, which is the case of all the charismatic church, because they've worked within the human nature with a mixture of the Holy Spirit obedience. But it's not pure. It's not outside the seven mountains. It's not 100% one mountain Zion. It is a mixture of the seven mountains of this world, of creation and the mountain of the Lord that rises as chief of those seven mountains in the last days. Now this is righteousness stuff. This is advanced teaching for the mature, strong meat for the mature. So put this on repeat until the Holy Spirit quickens it and circumcises it in your hearts and circumcises it in your minds. So you're 100% Holy Spirit minded through and through, through your clean conscience by the flashing sword of the tree of life, engrafted in all your heart and engrafted in all your mind, and one with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, filled with the spirit of adoption. Amen. And this is what is happening. The takeover of creation by the Creator. You know, it's not me. I mean, this has been going on in the army of the Lord for 2,000 years. I've just built upon every predecessor of Joel's army before me. Because... That's my destiny. I just obey Holy Spirit every day and I don't obey man. And they persecute me for not obeying man. They think I'm rebellious. I'm not rebellious at all. Not even a drop of rebellion here. 100% obedience. This is God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ plans for this universe. Taking it over and healing it by the third heaven. Second heavens, all stars, and the earth. Underneath all the stars of the dragon's tail that swept them out of the third heaven. You live in a fallen world of a fallen creation that needs tremendous, tremendous healing. Amen? Tremendous, tremendous healing. In fact, every single one of you is connected to the seven mountains in your seven interior mansions of your human souls. I tell you the truth. Every soul is set as a castle. Amen? Every soul is like a castle. Now, we want to believe that we're just Darwin apes, you know, because that's what they told us from birth. You know, you, you're an animal, you always be an animal. You know, if you're in a little zoo of a Christian church or a little zoo of a synagogue, if you're in a little zoo of a mosque or a little whatever, if you're in a little group of human beings, a little tribe, you'll be like, I don't want to become that kind of animal. You know, we, and they're all separated in little buildings made by human hands, and that's Satan's plans for this world. It's called Gog and Magog. All human structures, all human confinements, all slave systems of this world built by human hands. It confines, it restricts, and then we judge one another because they're different than our animal system of our human minds. But God the Father just washes it all away. 
God the Father does not judge anything by its outward appearance. He doesn't judge by the flesh. He doesn't judge by the brains. He doesn't judge by your heart blood. He judges by the spirit He's placed in you. (laughs) And your true identity, every nation, tribe, and tongue, has zero to do with your skin color, zero to do with your brains or education, zero to do with your bank accounts, rich and poor. It has 100% to do with the Spirit that God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, the Creator of the world, has placed in you. That is why each one of you is beyond value. It's not because of your brains. It's not because of your abilities. It's not because of your human nature. It's not because of anything you can do. It's because of He put some of Himself in you when He created you. Before He formed you in your mother's womb, He knew you. You're a spirit. That's why it's written in Proverbs, Escape like a bird from the fowler. Lucifer is the fowler and he constricts your spirit in buildings made by human hands called Gog and Magog. And it's not just religious buildings. It's also education buildings. It's also universities and your alma mater and all this pride of this, that, and the other thing. And we're all different and we're all fighting over one another. And all these nations, tribes, and tongues are broken up into a million different categories of or prisons, human prisons. And that's how the fallen angels have ruled over you for thousands of years. But when you wake up as spirit beings by the river of life through your spirit, you realize there is a God. And Jesus Christ died on the cross so your spirits could be regenerated in full spiritual stature and you get all of your divine abilities back from Satan that were lost in the fall. Adam and Eve, about 6,000 years ago now, They gave up their spiritual abilities, their divine abilities, to a serpent in the garden named Lucifer, a fallen cherubim, and said, I will listen to the snake, and I will get into the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which which are human abilities, so I can become a sorcerer, and I'll forsake my spiritual abilities. And they forsook the Holy Ghost, and gave up all the glory of God, and were limited to their human nature. Now all the nations have been in that human nature about 6,000 years. We have entered the seventh day since Adam, for a day is as a thousand years. I tell you the truth. Before that, yeah, the fallen angels did all kinds of horrible stuff. You know? (laughs) You know, Satan's been fallen a long time. There was stuff going on down here way before Adam and Eve. I mean, like it says in Genesis 2-4, In the day the Lord created the heavens and the earth and recreated the earth and the heavens. Two different creations mentioned in the Bible, Genesis 2-4. You have the creation of the angels, and then you have the creation of mankind. Two completely and totally different creations. That's why the angels are separated from men and women. But also now, the holy angels are helping us inherit salvation. But the angels that refuse to help us are called fallen angels, Satan and his angels. They've been the ones oppressing, controlling, hurting, manipulating, and stealing, and killing, and destroying our bloodlines for 6,000 years since Adam. And that is true. And Cain went the way of the devil because he murdered his brother. So there is an absolute war going on in the bloodlines, in the seed lines, in the hearts, and the minds of mankind. Brother murdering brother. 
as you can see in Palestine and Israel, the best example in the entire world. Those people are only seventh cousins in DNA relation. But because of religious differences, they murder one another. I tell you the truth, until we learn to love one another in the love of the river of life from the throne of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, there will be no world peace. But in the river of life, I tell you the truth, there will be world peace. But this is not just some generic world peace. This is not done by human efforts. This is done by Christ and Him crucified and the river of life that He sent to us, which is the power of the Holy Spirit given to everyone who believes in Jesus' name. Amen? So believe in Jesus Christ and receive the river of life. It is the power of the Holy Ghost to those who believe in Jesus. And you'll be raised from the dead. You'll be blessed. You'll be healed of every sickness. You'll be set free from every prison of your mind. You'll be cleansed in your conscience by the blood of the Lamb and sealed on your forehead with the renewed mind, the mind of Christ, right now in Jesus' name. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Be blessed.